0: Hey, listen up, idiots. This is your spoiler warning. Also, you might get offended. So warning for that, too, you idiots.
1: Hey, buddy. Hello. My name's Kyle. Uh, my name is Ryan. And, uh, you know, there was this 90s cartoon back in the day that was all very, very pro-environmentalism. Okay. Uh, Star Don Cheadle. Oh, I see. And five kids from all different ethnic backgrounds. I think the only group that maybe was more diverse was the BK kids. Do you remember the BK kids? Yeah, because
0: club? they had a they had a handicapped kid. They did have the wheelchair. They had kid. wheels. Wasn't his name Wheels? Uh oh, probably. Like because the nineties, right? Be incredibly <laughs> offensive.
1: But it was Wheels with a Z. I want to say,
0: <laughs> right? I
1: remember this. Yeah, I only remember the cool kid with the remote control. That's who everybody liked, and the sunglasses
0: i don't remember him i remember the black kid very well and okay. then was there a a, a blonde haired white boy with glasses was yeah. he wheels yeah he was wheels and okay. he had like the bowl cut those are the only two total nerd by the yeah. way the handicapped kid also the nerd yeah okay
1: so that, i see it that was a duel oh yeah they got two bases on that yeah. one see he, he can't he can't do sports see so he, of course he reads books so he's a nerd what a turd! Get what it, a nerd turd! Get it? Nineties BK. Anyways, so much like that group, this group was compiled. There we go. <laughs> there you go. Um, fine. <laughs> <laughs> It'll work. So yeah, it, there was the the Indian kid, the black kid, the redheaded kid from Brooklyn, New York,
0: who sort of oh yeah went in. Was it his name Wheeler? I think it was, actually. What's with the 90s and wheels?
1: (laughs) I'm getting blown away here. This is crazy. (laughs) Yeah, so when they would bring Captain Planet about, because they couldn't do anything with their actual rings, for like the first five minutes, they tried to solve it. Yeah. And then it's like, well, we got to get Don
0: Cheadle in here. They had like the four elements. And heart. And heart. Nobody cares about heart. Everybody hated heart. But like the four elements, like you can do shit with that. Yeah. I don't know why but they, how they, they can't. Couldn't. They couldn't because they're just
1: dumb kids. Also, more racism because the redheaded kid also controlled
0: fire. I think that's, well, is that racism? No, it's not <laughs> at all. <laughs> totally not. It just makes sense to me. I yeah. don't know. It's,
1: <laughs> and then uh, I believe the, the Asian girl, was she water?
0: Maybe. May, I, I don't remember Captain don't Planet too much because it always bored me. What I do remember, though,
1: is that they would always say, when our powers combine, we form Experience Grind Podcast. See, I did a whole big
0: thing there. With your powers combined, I am Captain Planet, yeah, right? Yeah, that was yeah. the original okay. one that we totally co-opted. Did we? Is and that where it came from? That's what that is. 120-something episodes in it? I just... No, nah, I knew this. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's... Uh, yeah, so, but nice uh, pull on the Don Cheadle, Funny or Die, Captain America, that's, that's or not favorite. Captain America, Captain Planet. That's my favorite, Captain Planet. That's, I think, the only thing worth knowing about Captain Planet.
1: Well, and also the bad guys were also just, they weren't just bad, they just wanted to pollute,
0: just yep. to be dicks. There was the big pig guy. Yeah, yeah, there was some computer man. Who had glasses? There if I the, remember,
1: there was the chick that always had her hair over her half her face because she got <gasps> oh like yeah a that's chemical right. burn, but yet she still wanted to poison the earth. Yeah, she didn't learn her lesson. No, and there there was a rat man. There, was, I remember the rat man. There was very a rat well. man and a pig man. Pig man was like their most. I don't remember a pig man at all. No, a big fat guy uh-uh. looked vaguely piggish. I don't, I don't remember, remember, remember
0: name, that but, one at all. I mean, if you think about it, it's essentially like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Like you have Bebop and Roxette with the Rat Man and and Pig Man. Yeah. The computer guy looked a lot like Krang, from what sure. I remember. Like he I was just like computer guy. He was like a bodysuit, and then he had like a a TV screen with a face in it, almost like a. Oh shit! Who's that didn't... Captain America villain? Hmm. I can't think.
1: I didn't like Captain Planet much as a kid.
0: No, it's boring as hell. It was, right? Yeah, it was, and it's the same thing every time. Like, exactly. Toxic waste fell into the Nile River. Like, what are we going to do?
1: I remember realizing, like, this is incredibly formula. Like, everything happens the same. Mm-hmm. That was the same reason I didn't like Power Rangers. I see. I love Power Rangers. There is, there is a slight age difference between you and me, though. And I've noticed. Yeah. It submits three years, but I think that's enough to do it. You're also there. way deeper in the Pokemon age group. Oh, than I was so
0: into Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I, w-
1: I, they'll both those were like right on the cusp of me
0: yeah. being bigger and like. That's baby stuff. Yeah.
1: It w- Secretly, I still loved Pokemon.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, I felt like even even me, I felt I was kind of on. I probably shouldn't like Pokemon, but I still did. Yeah. It's like, whatever, I'll bring the Pokemon board game to school. People think I'm cool with these <laughs> little Pogs. Pogs were a thing in the 90s, yeah, too. Yeah, I had Pogs. I was big into Pogs. By I going. never played a game. Did you ever play a game? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just collected them. Oh,
1: yeah. I never even knew that there was a game. I just saw other people all had these and I was like,
0: I go to get them. Well, we had, well, I had to go to daycare all the time uh, during the summer because my parents were poor. So we just went and were dropped off at a church somewhere. Oh, yours was a church. Ours yeah. was an actual
1: like daycare. No,
0: nah, ours was not nice. It was a church and I'm sure it was really cheap that my parents put into it. But everybody there, Super into pogs, so like that was the thing was you played to get other people's pogs. Yeah. So did you have like your booklet that you carried around with your pogs? No, you had that. You had those big tubes. To you carry had it the in. tubes specifically. I think Arby's had like an Apollo thirteen. No, it pog was Hardy's. Holder. Was it Hardee's? I got all of those. I did too. So all that's right. what I use. I, I use my, my Apollo take thirteen. Me like every
1: Saturday morning, she'd take me and get breakfast at Hardee's because I wanted it for that. Uh huh. And then bring me back home, and I'd eat my Hardee's and watch the Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah, I I mean that's very similar to me. Mm-hmm. But I got them all.
0: I had, did too. It they was they fantastic. Those slammers.
1: What about you, listeners? Did any of you guys play Pog? If so, I mean, tell Pog's, us. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I saw at Gen Con, they had a Pog board game oh, from God. the '90s in like the uh, the auction center. It's real close. If I hadn't already just spent like two hundred dollars on a bunch of other stuff, I was like, I I might buy that. I'm going to buy this. And then Laura's like, you're never going to play. It's like, yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm not. You want to hear a scumbag Kyle story? Yes, please.
1: Everybody does. <laughs> uh, so when I was a kid, I would hang out with the, the dirtier kid in the neighborhood, the uh, the skeezier, untrustworthy. My mom didn't like it. Okay. Especially when we'd hang out with his cousin, who was even worse. She didn't like it. They, but all these kids lived in my neighborhood, but I fell in with the wrong crowd, let's say. Uh-huh. Uh, one of the worst, I still remember to this day, I was probably like six, seven. It was when Pog was huge. And one of his neighbors was like, having a yard sale for like, I'm gonna sell some of my Pogs. And some, like, me and him like, did this whole decoy distraction thing and then stole like half his Pogs
0: damn yeah i mean how much was he even asking for
1: (laughs) probably like two dollars he was just a kid younger than us and we were just being bullies man and i still remember to this day and i feel terrible about it it's one of those that like secret shames you know that just never goes away yeah they usually come visit you at night when you're almost asleep yeah 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 nobody likes the secret shames
0: i did the same thing um across the road from From us there was a kid there were like a few kids and I think they lived with their grandma so they didn't have like a mom or dad and they were uh, let's say not privileged in any way okay (laughs) um and I remember I saw something from them I don't remember what it was but like I was so jealous but we'd go over and play Super Nintendo with them because they had a Super Nintendo for some reason even though I think they were well below where we were yeah. they had a Super Nintendo so they were fucking cool and rich in my eyes they but probably they probably traded weren't. it for drugs quite possibly quite possibly Let's bring this back down to a respectable <laughs> degenerate level Yes yeah, so let's get back to the scumbag that, level That's drugs This Super is not quite Nintendo. scumbag <laughs> yet <laughs> yeah. But uh I don't remember what it was I, I feel like it was something really dumb like a pencil even but because like i was so inundated with church and christianity and got like it racked my fucking soul for like weeks i felt so bad like enough to the point like i went out and bought like a bunch of gifts just out of the blue for everybody in the family Our like for, like family my allowance yeah i did so like that was oh how I like breath. had to alleviate myself because like I I couldn't live with the fact like I stole that kid's pencil like I was so <laughs> you're such a goddamn dork. I was so so just oh, ashamed of myself and like that was the oh only man. way I could write it I love it man God you're so fucking
1: <laughs> wholesome dude You are bridging this is, the gap. This you is are why, why do it. Captain America is like I get it. Who now. I idolize, man. I get it so much. Wow, <laughs> this is hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of Total Wrecks... <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ryan, what are we talking about today? Uh We are talking about the video game Wreckfest. And, uh, spoiler surprise, you'll see it on the title card. We're also talking about... Mission Impossible Fallout. Is this number six? I think this is the sixth one. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
1: Uh... If you're in the know, it, this probably means that we don't know what we're going to talk about with either
0: one of them, so... I feel like one will definitely have more to say... I'm sure. ...than the other. I'm sure.
1: <laughs> so... But officially, this episode is Wreckfest. Yeah.
0: Plus so this, Mission Impossible. This is kind of a first, or or technically, like, harkening back to... The, the old ...the days. very first yeah. few episodes. Uh-huh. Yeah. You old school heads out there, there's none of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true.
1: Mission Impossible Fallout... Yes. I haven't seen another Mission Impossible since the third one, I believe, is the Philip
0: Seymour one. Yeah, it's the phil- uh-huh. So I've only
1: missed two of these, I guess.
0: Yeah, you missed Rogue Nation and uh Ghost Protocol.
1: But according to you, those are two of your faves, right? Yeah,
0: they were. They were. Oh man. So, nah, nah, I I feel like each one has a very very different flavor from 3 on, but they're all great. They're all great. Just don't watch two. Just don't watch two. <laughs> Why two? Two's the John Woo one with like Tom Cruise like on, on the, the motorcycle, motorcycle doing the battles. Yeah. yeah, and I I I think I watched it maybe a year or two ago cuz I wanted to go through all the Mission Impossibles again cuz I got excited for Rogue Nation. And uh two is just a bad movie. Like, I don't think that there's... was like
1: 1999, I think.
0: And it feels like the most Verge of 2000 movie ever. Yeah. It's so, so what? edgy and cool and badass. Say, is that the one that Limp Biscuit did the thing? Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. It oh, is. Shit. And Tandy Newton was in it. And I think it killed Tandy Newton's career until Westworld brought her back up. Huh? That movie was bad yeah i don't think there's anything redeeming in it the first one done by de palma that some great shots you know some good camera work uh big twist that the whole team dies off in like the first 15 minutes eh, has merit Two, there is no merit there is nothing there it gave us that limp biscuit song though nah it's garbage <laughs> though i actually i'm i'm sorry the best thing about Mission Impossible 2 was that MTV Movie Awards sketch with Tom Cruise and Ben Stiller. Stiller. I was going to wait that for That one is. You're right. That's that the up. best
1: part. That, that brought us. <laughs> if we didn't have Mission Impossible 2, we would not
0: have had that. And that was good. <laughs> yes. That was, like, that was like the first time we got to see funny Tom, Tom Cruise. Yeah. Where he just that led the way into t- Tropic Thunder. And that that's well, again, great.
1: With Ben Stiller, I think. That's great. I'm sure Ben Stiller just called up Tom Cruise. <laughs> And from what I understand, Tom Cruise is the one that demanded all of those costuming choices. I can see
0: that. Yeah. I can see that. Well, you know why? Probably. Easy way to, to save and protect your brand. If I'm so thick in makeup that dumb people don't know it's Tom Cruise, I can get away with saying offensive shit and, like, my name's not tarnished.
1: Is Les Grossman Tom Cruise's portrayal of Harvey Weinstein?
0: Is Les Grossman... Tom Cruise's portrayal of Sound Engineer Hartman? It could be. No, he's way too intense for Sound
1: Engineer Hartman. That's
0: true. He's very mellow. Andrew is the most mellow fucking fellow ever. Yeah. For some reason, I was just like on the track of like, he's so business oriented, but that's, you're right. It's, it's apples and oranges. Mm -hmm. It's, it's real different. Damn. So this is the first Mission Impossible, speaking of makeup,
1: that I believe Tom Cruise doesn't wear fake mask. And in fact, he the does one, not. The one who does get to wear the only mask in the movie. He both does not. Times, uh, yeah, he Simon Pegg, who complained in the first two movies
0: about not ever getting to wear a mask. Yeah, he does not. He does not wear a mask in the last one either. Oh, he doesn't. Mm-hmm. Okay, he does not. There are masks, if I remember correctly, but he does not wear one.
1: Man, why doesn't everybody just wear those incredibly lifelike masks? Right. <laughs> that's well. That's like one of the things with the series is. Like, it, if they're trying to set yeah. up Tom Cruise, why not Henry Cavill just wear a Tom Cruise mask and fucking do a no Russian from Call of Duty?
0: Yeah. I mean, he obviously has yeah, no morals true. anyways. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like as soon as you start thinking on that level. Yeah, I know. It's going to fall apart. And I think with these, you just kind of have to go in. like You're just having fun. With a Western or a horror movie. And it's like, well, these are the tropes. They're going to hit them. Now it's a matter of how they handle them and how they do it. And uh, I think they do it well. So one of my biggest
1: enjoyments from this movie, and I told Ooh. you before you saw it, I want
0: to ask your opinion. Mm-hmm.
1: What do you think of Henry Cavill?
0: I really liked him a I lot. I too, man. I was it, equally my... bummed and excited with the reveal. Yeah. I Because I was really hoping, like, he's got, like, I think... He's doing what they were trying to do with Jeremy Renner and Tom Cruise. And I want to see them going forward, this odd couple dynamic between these two. And then it changes. And then I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's okay because he's actually a really good bad guy, too. Yeah. He's very good. (laughs) I
1: wanted, and I was kind of hoping that maybe we were doing a transition,
0: like a passing Uh... of the torch. I think that's what they were trying to do with Renner too, and then Tom Cruise they, they refused definitely were with Renner, to step down.
1: But I, I thought maybe bringing Cavill on, and then he'd be good for later. But mm-hmm. it never worked out that way because obviously Henry Cavill is the bad guy. He is one of the bad guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the worst part is that he dies. He dies well. Yeah, <laughs>
0: I love that. But he's that not death gonna come scene. back, man. And I really enjoyed Henry Cavill. Yeah. Yeah, he won't come back, but we'll get Solomon Lane again. I don't even fucking care about that, dude. I know. It's, everybody likes to poo-poo on Solomon Lane, but I, I don't know. I think he's much more interesting as a villain than, was it Christoph Waltz as Blowfield. Oh, Inspector? Coming Inspector. yeah yeah does anybody even watch james bond movies anymore i did up until specter yeah i don't because i what well, i got out of him after casino royale i did not oh like that's casino right royale. you're fucked on that one casino royale and skyfall are fantastic i like it now i did go back movies. and i watched skyfall yeah did you like it? i enjoyed it i watched it it's a great one
1: mostly because of javier bardem who is a fan Fantastic villain. Yeah. I love Javier Bardem and everything he's ever done.
0: That's, you know, I really think uh, the villain makes the Bond movie. It absolutely does. Um, because what was the Quantum of Solace one with the little French dude? Yeah. I don't who know. just, I don't, they fought in like that giant warehouse. In I never the saw Quantum at, of Solace. I didn't care It's to. garbage. Yeah, I'm not going like, to. But like, he's like, he's, he's like a 90 pound little French man. With, like, an axe, and he's like fighting Daniel Craig, who is fucking Daniel Craig, and like putting up a competent fight. And you're just like, nah, man. This guy's swinging an axe, and he's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, nah, nah. Like, it would be like that Thanos punching Iron Man. Like, that's what Daniel Craig would do to that little French man. He yeah. would just fucking punch him, and he's down.
1: Also, that's exactly the way that. Daniel Day Lewis would do to Paul Dano. <laughs> and then he actually just did it that way. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's, that's how that yeah. would go.
0: That is, ex- yeah. That's, that's exactly that's how one. that would happen. That's, oh, uh, I love that end. Yeah. That's my favorite ending of a movie ever. It might be one of mine. My... It's great.
1: <laughs> I liked it better than the ending to Mission <clears throat> Impossible, this one. Oh. I thought the ending was sort of. I don't, I don't know. What, if what is...
0: part of the ending? Well, I don't know. To say, what? like, at, at what point were you. I guess, unimpressed or like not.
1: I don't know if I was unimpressed. It got really draggy when we were in the fucking Indian hospital village and like the fucking bomb defusal shit. And I was really hoping that we were going to push it. We weren't going to push it to the one second deadline. And they even bring mention of this sort of trope. Yeah. And then they just blow right. And they're like, no, we're doing it in one second. I was like, come on, like. It's
0: all right. I don't. Again, it's, it's a minor dumb complaint, but I was like, oh. Again, it goes to the tropes of the exactly. genre, and I I think that line, at least for me, it worked, which it, is which I is appreciated that they at least let's well, do it on one second, because they have to stop, they have to press, a, they have to press the detonator, and then they have to defuse the bombs at the exact same moment. So Vin Graham says like, let's do it at one second, and Simon Pegg's like, why one second? And he's like, do you really need that extra second? If it doesn't work, we're dead anyway. It makes sense. I'm fine with that. I like that they and it gives them more time to prep and get ready. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. I just realized
1: what I it was the trope, but I appreciated they at least attempted to kind of bring
0: the trope out into the front. Like, yeah, yeah,
1: that's what I liked.
0: Yeah. And I I think (laughs) these last four Mission Impossible movies have done a really good job with that of saying here are the tropes. This is what the Mission Impossible TV series did. This is what other spy movies do. We're going to we're gonna pay homage to it. We're going to mention it. We're going to make a little winking nod about it. And then kind of move on. And I, I think they do it well. Well enough where it doesn't bother me. Plus also I told you like as soon as like the helicopter stuff started happening. Like there was a teenage girl behind me just oh, like yeah. loudly saying this is stupid. And like. I shushed her and told her to shut the fuck up. And I think because of that, anything that happened from that point forward, I was going to be goddamned if I didn't love it to fucking spite this dumb turd behind me. So I don't know. I might be biased, especially in the end. But at that point with everything else, I don't know. It I, nah, That was fine. I, just, I don't have any issue with it. How? Plus, also... I can understand why it would drag for you if you are not really connected to that Ethan Hunt. Um, I forget the girl's name, but his wife and that storyline. But like, I thought Ving Rhames is kind of heart to heart and everything and her, his mentorship of her and bringing her back. Michelle Monaghan's the actress. I don't remember her name in the movie. Might, I don't, yeah, I don't know. But, um, I, I thought it was, I thought it was touching enough and I don't think it lasted too long. And I do think we got like, I thought the helicopter stuff was really fun as well as like the the two on one fight with Solomon Lane and Simon Pegg and uh, Elsa. The other girl that looks like Tom Cruise's. I mean, he's got a type. (laughs) He's got a type. When
1: Henry Cavill shows him the picture, I was like, that's. How did he get the oh. girl that he's been traveling with this whole time? Uh, I didn't I get that it was a completely separate fucking... Yeah. And I was like, oh. Uh-huh. I can okay. see how that would be confusing, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, they look so much like the same fucking person. They are very similar, yeah. Um, Let's talk about... Let's just be completely misogynistic and rate the three women in the movie. What are, about what about the third, the blonde sister chick, who's apparently going to
0: be sticking around now? Oh yeah, that's right, because she is also working with the government, yeah, in some capacity. Um, she's very pretty. She's beautiful, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and I think she was probably the prettiest one to me, although I liked his ex-wife a lot too. I, that's my heart's there from Sophie. It's not Sophie. I can't remember her name. We should have looked this up before. Yeah, okay. But, like, I'll always go with Michelle Monaghan from Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. And, and that's I my up, heart's like, oh, there. Oh, I've
1: seen her titties. Yeah, you have. You've yeah. seen at
0: least one titty. <laughs> it was a pretty good titty, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it had a spider crawling on it. So, I mean, points <laughs> points deducted, but... Unless you're really into that movie Enemy with Jake Gyllenhaal. I have yet to see it. Like I am. Man. Are you're really into spiders sexually. Have you heard the, um... That's a Denis Villeneuve movie, for those who don't know. Uh, I, the, the yeah, thing with is. all Denis Villeneuve movies is you just say the title at the end with a question mark and say, but who is? So the movie Prisoner, Prisoners, but who is the Prisoners? That's the theme of the movie. Enemy, but who is the enemy? Blade Runner, but who is the Blade Runner? Like all of his movies. Yeah. It's fantastic. Arrival, but who is arriving? <laughs> I guess. But who is the arrival? <laughs> All right, it's the arrival. Guess um, who's coming actually, to dinner? It's the arrival of the second stage of I human would, evolution.
1: If if the arrival would have been Denis, Denis <laughs> interpretation, but who
0: is the Sicario? If
1: it, if it would have been his interpretation of the fantastic 1962 movie, Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, that would have been awesome. He oh, calls man. it the
0: arrival to throw people off, but it's just Guess Who's Coming to Dinner with an alien. The aliens are just black people. It's like the most like unsubtle film commentary since Elysium.: and you know what planet they come from? Don't do it. What kind? God damn <laughs> Oh, uh, the views of Kyle do not reflect the views of Ryan. Uh. <laughs> hey man, you went there. I didn't. I said it was be very unsubtle. I wanted to get my digging at Elysium, is what I wanted, and how unsubtle the class structures and man, everything Elysium there was. Sucked. Yeah, what a disappointing drop off. But not disappointing is possible fallout. Yeah, man. Uh, for the most, like it's
1: very paint by numbers. Like I wasn't ever shocked by anything. Okay. Um, but that doesn't mean it's bad. I, mm-hmm. I anticipated that going in. Mm-hmm. Um, it still was, as you said, off microphone. We were talking about it because that's what we do now. Um, it was mm-hmm. a very beautifully shot movie. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. The, uh, you liking this. I'm going to steal it so that yeah, do maybe it. people Please. will give me credit on this remembering. This is like Fast and the Furious
0: with an artistic vision. Yeah. It has an art house lens to it. Yes. Because the scene... I think, one, the choreography... Everything they lay out, it's just, it's well shot and it's beautifully shot. They really use their locales well, Um, but there's also like a bunch of technically impressive shots in this movie. Like there's one when Tom Cruise is running on the rooftops of London and it's this kind of long take of him running at the camera and then the camera turns and follows him and it continues to follow him as he jumps like to a building that's like 10 feet away and it's just like these little touches that are just so good or there's um there's kind of a heist playing out in tom Cruise's mind that's done completely silently except for like the music yeah and i thought the music but the music's great and is so fitting but like it, it just these little touches that most blockbusters wouldn't do
1: i will say i'm glad you brought it up because one of the things i really did love about this movie was the score yeah. And I think it's one of the better especially blockbuster scores I've heard. Um you and I talked a lot before they shut down about every frame of painting. God, I loved every frame of painting. And they have a fantastic analysis video about movie placeholder scores, which are especially yeah. bad and noticeable in the superhero movies we've had a lot of. He points that out.
0: Um, I disagree with him still. I totally get I respect that Tony one. Giles' opinion, yeah. but yeah, the Thor one is probably the it's most egregious. It's pretty fucking obvious yeah. and I could see it a lot in the
1: Transformers. What oh, was nice? Yeah. This movie, it felt like the work of like a Hans Zimmer almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think he had anything to do with this nor did John Williams. It, I don't I should have looked that up cuz
0: Yeah, this the they showed the guy who did the score for this one and it was somebody I'm not familiar yeah. with at all and well, I typically follow What I really scores. liked is that
1: constantly throughout this movie he's peppering in the mission impossible theme he's teasing it yeah until like it needs to play but when even mm-hmm. when like spyish things are happening it's there he, he's gonna hit you a few notes and then mm-hmm. it's gonna dance around and then the next two notes are gonna cut. and i really fucking like that because yeah it, it was really setting the tone and it was a very I, fuck it we're getting super whatever Pretentious is the word I was looking for. Son of a bitch, man. I'm drunk. <laughs> um Yeah, we're getting super pretentious. It was a very artistic way to present it too. Yeah. It's kind of popcorn y, but I think it's having, at least to people that aren't noticing, it's having the subtle effect of like putting you into this oh things are going down mm-hmm. mode. And it was just fantastically done all throughout. Agreed. Um Agreed. It wasn't done by Limp Biscuit.
0: No, that yeah. could
1: have elevated it Jeez. just a bit for me. Yo! I said Tom Cruise, Ethan Hunt. God damn, that was fantastic. <laughs> that was really
0: good, dude. I don't know. You're drunk. You just said you're really drunk, so we'll see how good it was. I like that. I would it. not want that. That's keep Limp Bizkit in the past. No, and the I Furious don't want that, but I please. <laughs> I enjoyed your impression of it.
1: Yo! Ethan Hunt! It's Tom Cruise! <laughs> <laughs> That's see exactly man, Do Stop! That's the exact way Fred Durst would write. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what you know with Ethan Hunt? It's Tom Cruise on the dude.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I don't know. I think tip for tat. You put the set pieces in this movie up against any other blockbuster this year. And I think it's number two. I think I, I mean, I prefer Infinity War. Okay, yeah. I didn't. I was like, "What is he talking about?" In but Y1? I think, th- I man, from that Halo, like, if there's there are so many goddamn set pieces in this mm-hmm. movie because I feel like every ten minutes there's a new set piece, and it's a two and a half hour fucking movie, and also like the last fifteen minutes are all done in real time with the bomb. Yeah. I love that. I'm like a sucker. If you do something in real time with a countdown. You you fucking wet my panties. When is that? Because started, that's ten like, out there. Alright, so this is gonna be a fifteen minutes in real time. And it now. was and I, knew I it. loved it. I loved it. But I just I love the camaraderie of the team. I think they finally they do have nailed down the chemistry. good team. Yeah. I it's taken them some time because Bing Rames has been around since two and he comes Oh no, he was in number one, wasn't he? What? I don't remember him on almost, one. He could have been. I'm pretty sure he's been there since day one. That Bing, could be the case. Bing Rames is OG because his team dies and then he goes finds a Ving Rames. Well, and,
1: yeah, and the big thing was that everybody expects Ving Rames to be the muscle. And they wanted not, to start out beginning with Ving Graham's being the super smart tech dude. Because it, it's playing against his type.
0: And that's why Ving Rames loved it and that's why it works yeah, so well. He's a tech guy, he's a softy. Like yeah. he's such a softie. Mm-hmm. I love Bing Rames in this. But like they've they've And what, Simon Pegg jumped on kind of around three. he was was on
1: four, right?
0: I think he was in three, but, like, he was just behind the scenes, like, helping. Like, he was maybe five to ten minutes in there. Well, he was because it was a J.J. Abrams. And this was right when that Star Trek reboot was happening. And I think they they were buddy buddies a little bit. And why Simon Pegg now pops up in, like, Force Awakens as, like, that Mm -hmm. alien portions, you know. Um but uh, I think they finally got a good team. Like, I love Elsa. Like, she's a great component. Yeah. And she was only around since, like, the last one. But And she holds her own, They too. work. They do. They do. And they, again, they, they treat her so smartly by not making her, like, super strong or whatever. Like, she moves like Black Widow. Yeah. And it is a thing of grace when she takes down people. Like, it's really cool. Like, she has, like, one scene when... Ethan Hunt is trying to pretend to be the guy and is meeting the blonde girl in, like, that big club area where she just, like, kind of I don't know, just turns and, like, takes somebody out with, like, one leg yeah. and, like, walks off real quick and it's, like, this really smooth, fluid move. Compared to, like, Tom Cruise. It's Cruz beautiful. Or fucking Henry Cavill. And, Lin- and Henry that Cavill. goddamn, goddamn bathroom fight. Like, that's the thing. Is like, I think back to Mission Impossible Fallout and it's, like, almost every set piece, like, is fantastic in its own way. Like I I I dug it. I just dug it all. And I think the script is just smart enough that it's it's not your generic popcorn stuff. Like the the line from the trailer, uh the you prefer to use a scalpel. I use a hammer in reference to like Henry Cavill. Like there's just there's a little bit more thought put into it than just family i gotta get my family we look out for each other yeah that's what we do grab a corona your family like you know and and that's fine because they're dumb they're dumb blockbusters and they're enjoyable because they also have a huge production and they're fun to watch Scripts are garbage. The scripts are garbage. Like, they're just soap operas at this point. Yeah. People come in and out randomly. It doesn't matter. Oh, Jason Statham is this guy's brother from the first one. And oh, now his mother's in here. Blah, blah, blah. Well, a lot of times, I don't know. You've not even gotten to the convoluted ones yet. Like, they get real soapy. It also
1: seems like now it's like an Adam Sandler thing where, like, there's certain (laughs) actors with, that's how they're getting their money that year. Like, Michelle Rodriguez. Tyrese. Tyrese Gibson <laughs> is obviously a big one. The chick that plays the love interest of Paul Walker, who's dead now. Oh, yeah. Skin f- and bones. I feel like she's only in Fast and Furious movies. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. And
0: Michelle Rodriguez, she's only well, t- in Fast and the Jordana Furious. Jordana Brewster. Yeah. Took me a second. I don't know what the fuck. Guys, she done. was so promising in the faculty, and then she did nothing.
1: Man, she faculty's so
0: good. I love the faculty. One of these, One of these Octobers, we're going to have to do the faculty. We
1: can put it in this one. Brooks picked two movies, but that doesn't mean he gets to pick two. Do I know
0: what those two movies are? I don't think I've told you yet.
1: Huh, I'm interested. Well, we could do faculty All in right. one
0: of Brooks' choices. <laughs> well, depending on what Brooks has. Yeah. I don't know. Um, he, he could have gold. If it's John Carpenter's Ghost of Mars, I'm fucking out. No. I'm not I do, not doing I'm, that. One of them I'm into. I forget the oh. other one. But anyways. All right.
1: Anything else to say about Mission Impossible? It's fantastic.
0: Yeah. If, if you like fun blockbusters, it's a fun blockbuster. If you've been following the series, I think they've, they've really found a great director in Christopher McQuarrie who did this one and Rogue Nation. If you liked Rogue Nation, I think this one's even better.
1: Out of six Mission Impossibles, sure. how many Mission Impossibles would you rate Mission Impossible 6? <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. You could have gone with like plutonium cores yeah. you could have gone with like stabbed alec baldwin's but nah uh i'm gonna go with i think i have to say five only to not be fucking completely biased and off my rocker i'm i'm still on a high like this is one of the most fun movies i've seen in a theater okay this year it's not it's not high art, but for what it's doing, I think it does it perfectly. And it does it competently and it's beautifully shot. The score is great, the set pieces are non-stop and fun and they're all fucking like it's like old school Hollywood uh, stunts and effects like Yeah. Tom Cruise hang on that helicopter was Tom Cruise hang on a fucking helicopter. Like this shit's incredible to watch. And like if you see it in the theater you're you're fucking dead. You're fucking dead if you don't have a good time. Like you check your heart. Or you're a teenage girl. Or you're a teenage girl. And I, it's and that I f- fucking Christ. You know Ryan walk into is, a Mission Impossible movie and when shit gets impossible, you're going to go this is stupid. Ah, goddamn it. Ryan wants to hate fuck teenage girls. <laughs> no, I just I, I don't just, know why I'm I sorry. keep, I keep finger I crossing for a, a plague. Like, right. goddamn, do we need a plague? Like, I'm just, I wish more, that would have been invaded. there, man. I
1: told you what I'd have done. I would have.
0: Yeah, it was a, that's, I don't have the balls to do that. But you know, I don't fuck around in movie theaters. I know. I know. I, take, I appreciate it. Man, I, I appreciate it. I don't take it. it for a fucking second. Yeah. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. Yeah. That's Laura was like, is this because you just want things to be fair? I'm like, no. Like, it's not about fair. It's like, For me, going to a movie theater is like going to church. It's a time for reverence to shut the fuck up and like get the sermon that is being delivered to you. Like, If you don't want to do that, if you're not into it, don't fucking go then. Don't sit there on your phone. Don't sit there and just not want to fucking don't go. Just
1: don't go. My thing with theaters is my thing with stand-up comedy. I'm going. I'm paying money because I want to see this. Yes. I don't want to hear you. Yeah, I don't fucking care about you. Yeah. You're not what I'm paying money to yeah. experience. So shut the fuck up. Yeah,
0: yeah. Because this is my money. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. When we went to go see Kevin Smith, they he did a Q and A at the end, and somebody in the audience kind of like got really attention hungry mm. and wanted to tell like a ten minute story, and Kevin Smith just like cut him off. He's like, "Hey man, I'm talking up here. people paid. They want it. They want me to do this. Like, you got wrap it up." And it was like kind of curt. And Laura's like, I don't know. I feel about that. I'm like, that's exactly the way I want it to be. I I was like, I feel good about that because this is not like the the show for Peter Paul in the fucking audience. This is Kevin Smith talking like I do want to hear this. Yeah, I want to hear his stories about going and seeing the Millennium Falcon. I don't give a shit about this little kid. Or this fucking idiot in, yeah. in this hometown that
1: I live in. I don't care yeah. about you,
0: dickwad. Yeah, yeah. I can interact with you anytime. I mean, if I want to hear what you say, I'll go to open mic night. Guess what? I don't, because I don't want to hear what you have to hey say. Yo. Also, anybody who goes to open mic night. That's me. Is a wiener. I do it. I know. <laughs> I want go
1: back again. Um, I want to get that little jabbing. <laughs> I would also give this an easy five out of six. Oh, it's... shit. I really thought you were going to be lower no, for no, some no. reason. I, I enjoyed it i i i don't know if i even maybe overhyped it it just because it, it didn't exceed or unexceed any of my expectations is exactly what i wanted and exactly what i got it's fair and it was enjoyable throughout so yeah um i do have one more bit of tom cruise discussion i'd like to have Ooh. with you and then we'll move on to i the first maybe title. have an idea I'm where sure you're going, going. So it's been rumored that Tom Cruise is in the front-runner talks to be the new Green Lantern. Uh-huh. What do you think about this?
0: Well, I've heard conflicting reports because okay. I heard he was, and then he dropped out because he was going to be Hal Jordan, and they want to kill Hal Jordan off oh. early in the movie to then focus on, uh, can't think of... The black guy. Yeah, I can't... It's J- John... Uh, yeah, it's John something. I'm not big into DC, I, so I don't know too, too too much about Green Lanterns. I don't care.
1: I thought it would be cool, but I I, totally I get care. what he's
0: talking about. Like I'm
1: not going to come do it and then get killed yeah. off. Um, yeah. Oh no. I, although More I do like him. I do like the Black
0: Green Lantern better than uh, Hal Jordan. I never really the I guess he had his like prominence in that Justice League animated cartoon for a while, and that's where and I'm I never most I never watched him. it, so I, I don't really know too much about him. Um. But I also kind of
1: like he's kind of an older guy
0: when he becomes yeah. the lantern. Yeah. Um. I mean, and that's cool. We could do that. I long heard like what they wanted Common for that. I'm like Common can't act. No. Like don't do. Don't give it to Common. No, I would have
1: liked to see like it should be Denzel. Denzel would be really cool, but he said that he's in talks with nobody to play any superheroes. And but, he
0: likes it like that? Or he's just like, it's, it's, hey guys.
1: No, I think he was saying like he wouldn't
0: be opposed to it. Mm. But nobody has asked him. He should be blue Marvel in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> Deep cut. Uh, <laughs> I think it was
1: during, I was reading something about Black Panther. Because I guess, uh, who's, who's Black Panther? What's his name? T'Challa or Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, Chadwick Boseman, I guess, went to college on like a scholarship that Denzel paid for. Woo. And Chadwick, like Denzel was at the Black Panther premiere and Chadwick was thanking him and Denzel was apparently like, yeah, man, what you think I'm here for? I'm here to get my money back
0: <laughs> because Denzel is the <laughs> fucking
1: best. And so, uh, but then they were asking him about comic book things there. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. And that's when he said,
1: yeah, nobody's asked me yet,
0: but man, I, I would love to see Denzel. As- I can think of several good Marvel leads. I would like him to be. Yeah. Mm hmm. One is Blue Marvel. I love Blue Marvel. Nobody knows about Blue Marvel, but he's great. I know about Blue Beetle. He creates antimatter. He's like an antimatter generator. He's like, he was in, I think he was in the 60s or 50s with Captain America and like also had like the super soldier serum and stuff, but because he was black, you didn't hear about him, Uh but like he was kind of coined up in the 70s and they retconned that and like, well, you didn't hear about him because they didn't really want to put the black face in the front back then and he just becomes like this really interesting like really smart scientist so like, like he's up there with reed richards but he's he one of the b-side characters that actually C. he's C side. like he's so a lot of times tier. those guys
1: get way better because nobody's focusing on them so they give them to people to like take big risks
0: whereas, like paul like, rudd yeah as ant-man like you need to do that so. well
1: yeah but i'm saying even like you know like a superman a batman there's Although Batman does take more risk than ever, like a Superman has. Superman mm. has like that. No, you can't do that. That's not Superman shit. But <sighs> yeah. like those, those B and C list guys. Yeah. They can get fucking crazy with. And that brings out a lot of better stories a lot of times. Oh, yeah. You know. That's um, true, too. Mm-hmm. But back on my Tom Cruise point.
0: You weren't very excited about Tom Cruise's Green Lantern. Just because I'm not crazy about the DC universe so as that's a whole. What I, like, like, I mean, Aquaman's supposed to be their big turning push, this and Shazam, and I think they both look really bad oh, in I think different Shazam ways. Shazam looks
1: fucking awesome.
0: I think it could be fun, but like that suit looks so fucking stupid. But that's the way the suit looks.
1: Like, I think uh-huh. I like that they really
0: went for it and were like, yeah, fuck this. We got Mark because- Strong as another bad guy, eh. real quick. I. Didn't think any of the humor was very funny, and it looks like it I has it a shoestring budget. I'm not into it. I, I am it pretty funny. Yeah, I was. I'm really into Shazam. I guess
1: I'm. I'm much more of a DC guy too, though. So. Man,
0: okay, which is weird. Yeah, you know? I guess so. I don't know. I just, Shazam has never worked I've for me as Shazam, a character. Captain even- Marvel and Black Adam, I think, are the lamest fucking yeah. people, and all of their Egyptian crew. I don't care about even
1: when you went through. Uh... Kingdom Come, you weren't into Shazam?
0: I liked the fact that he was like <sighs> tortured, so tortured and used as like the battery for Lex Luthor and like that kind of stuff. He was like brainwashed the, the and The counterpoint weird. to Superman, too. Cause, well, he
1: is. But... Well, and that's what's great is that, you know, how do you fight Superman? Well, you have his complete opposite turn bad and not even know that he's turned bad per se, but he's just being played because he's yeah. a fucking kid and doesn't know any better.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't say he's his opposite. I wouldn't even say he's Superman's equal. He's not his equal. Superman could absolutely... I mean, like, that, that helps. Like, I mean, he's definitely a a power to contend with Superman, yeah. but, like... I don't know. I think there are bigger threats out there than who, Captain Marvel. Who would get your fucking goat to play Green Lantern? See, I don't know enough about Green Lantern, to be honest. Yeah, but I, like...
1: Uh, I thought I thought Tom Cruise would be fucking great. I honestly as thought Ryan
0: Reynolds casting was fine. It's just the whole movie around him it was terrible. Yeah. And so that's why it's like, yeah, Tom Cruise is great. He's a great actor. But look at the mummy. Like you put him with weak material. It's going to be sure. weak. Nobody can overcome that. Yeah, and that's where I think I'm at with the DC Universe. Okay. I, I honestly think Wonder Woman was a fluke, and they don't know how to make a good movie. And even Wonder Woman was fine and good. It wasn't yeah. great.
1: It was a fantastic DC movie. It's a pretty yeah. overall movie.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Then that's like the bar they're working on, is we're hoping for fine. But Aquaman looks like garbage. Looks... Like, I fucking it cannot terrible, get into that at all. And nope. people... I'm seeing a lot of people just saying like, oh my God, I'm turned around. Like this is where it's great. Like they're clearly like Aquaman is the worst fucking God. superhero ever. Anyways. Well, fuck Aquaman. <laughs> uh, and the fact that uh, you were looking
1: to his movie to be the saving grace for your company, Jesus Christ, get the fuck out of here,
0: but it's going to be fun. Did, Did you, you see, see how Maula? colorful Did it you is? See that? He says bad ass, at one point. Oh my God. I, I yeah. So I don't know that I, I, and I, uh, this is a question, honestly, for Brooks.
1: Yeah, well. Brooks
0: is the big Lantern fan. That but is true. We'll, we'll ask him around Halloween. Tom Cruise has the right look and feel. Yeah. I think he would be a perfectly cast Hal Jordan. That's what I felt, too. I was like, I could yeah. see I would He's, watch it's it. A, it's a good choice. Yeah. It's a good choice. Doesn't seem they're going to do it. It's so. it just not enough to make me excited. If it was Paul Rudd or something like that, then excited. Bobcat Goldthwait. Bobcat Goldthwait as Hal Jordan. <laughs> Well, so there's our Mission
1: Impossible talk. Yeah. What about Wreckfest?
0: It's a game. And it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, it's... I don't know how deep we can really get into it. So it's essentially a racer, but with destruction derby elements. But also there there are legit racing tracks in there yeah. where you can wreck other people. Um. I don't know. It's it's fine it's fine i don't like i don't the graphics aren't enough to blow me away i don't think it's silly or stupid enough to like be noticeable i just think it's kind of fine like Mm -hmm. the graphics are perfectly good the controls are perfectly good nothing's really great about it you know yeah (laughs) but it is it it it's fun in bursts but i don't know if i could see myself Playing this game for I for like more than a month with people. Sure. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't keep coming back to Wreckfest. Like, oh man, Wreckfest is so great. We kind of have. So I've I have mm. continued
1: to play it with Andy and Casey. Okay. We've played it a lot, but it has also been in like a shorter burst. Spurt. Like play for like an hour mm-hmm. here and there every night. Um so how 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 much time do you think you've put into Wreckfest? Well, but here's the thing. So the three of us bought Wreckfest, like three years ago. Holy shit! The game's that old. I thought yeah. it was like a newer game. No, it was an early access game. Oh, um, the real reason we went back to it just recently. Why I, I had you play it? Because mm-hmm. they they've done a lot of updates, and so oh, okay. they have like a lot of a lot more cars. And I have the races now. So when we bought this, it was, it was just a demolition derby simulator. Oh, okay. There weren't racetracks. There were just a couple of arenas and you just drove around and smashed people up. And yeah, that would not be enough to sustain a whole game. No. And it wasn't. And that's like, we didn't play it much Mm -hmm. back then. Like we did it for like
0: a week. Yeah. And then it just, we're like, well, that is that, I guess. I I think to get away with that, you really kind of have to turn it into twist and metal at that point and have power ups or customization, like really weird, zany characters and courses. But like it is just generic demolition derby rink, generic race track. Well, I
1: I think the first ones that they did, they added a couple of the
0: uh, figure eight tracks, which are a lot of fun. uh, Yeah. Of all the ones we played, I enjoyed the figure eight one the most. I
1: like that one. There's one where like you. Uh, Casey called it the docking one, where it's the two penises and the balls. Where it's, uh. but I mean, you're constantly going head to head. That one's fun, and I like just the races. I really appreciate like the realistic damage that's kind of going on in this. Yeah, yeah, because it, it's it was designed originally. It was like a crash simulator. Oh, okay. so that's why like it has all these crazy physics based uh things, and then they're like, well, hey, we should put these in a big pit. And sell it like that, 'cause yeah. and I remember like seeing early form of this stuff where like they didn't even have like level designs. it was just like those it was like an all white oh yeah, like arena with like ramps and stuff, and they were yeah just,
0: no textures,
1: Just, yes, just no the textures, polygons, yeah. yeah, and they were showing off like all the damage that you could get from like rollovers and mid air collisions, oh, okay, and I remember seeing those, and then they released the
0: game, so some of us bought that. I, and, uh, I I will say I do really appreciate that. Is is you're right? Like the damage is good, and it's like that that burnout level of damage where like if you get hit somewhere, you're gonna see the damage specifically in that area. It's not just um the the generic like. Well, if you get hit once. Then your bumper gets fended. Here's, get a, here's a picture twice, of your bumper fended that it's changed on this yeah. JPEG of a car. Yeah, I'm yeah. like you can tell when your car's fucked up, how it's fucked up, where it's been hit, and I, I appreciate that.
1: And it, I like that it affects other things as you're racing along too. Like if you take too much front end damage, like your suspension will get fucked up and it becomes harder to drive, or mm-hmm. your right wheel or your right front tire can get like bent, and then you're kind of always drifting to the right, so you're fighting and all these little things that just make they try, you know, mm-hmm. every race can play out a little differently each time. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and that said, I did notice you and Casey uh were always really strong. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are very, very strong racers. Well, I,
1: Casey and I have played racing games like our whole friendship together. Yeah. That's me and him are the two guys. Uh so yeah. I like playing this game, but I I
0: totally get what you're saying. It's, yeah, it's and it's not bad. What? How much? How much does it go for? Even like if this is one of those kind of bargain games that I'm sure we probably bought this for five bucks. See, back in that's early a access, price. and probably yeah. got
1: it on like a summer sale, mm-hmm. and we're like, yeah, let's try this out, dude. I remember back in the day, like when this game first came out, they didn't even have the dedicated servers like they have now. Like, oh uh, yeah. Andy had to figure out how to set up, like, his different pings and stuff to make his own room through, like, this completely separate program so Uh. that we could join him. Dude, it was so fucking crazy back in the day. It's a lot better now. Um, Yeah. A lot easier to play. Uh, The customization options are there now. That's a lot of fun. Uh, we
0: didn't really delve too much into that when I was But reading, I have now. Like, okay. You can
1: upgrade your car. You can change the paint job. Okay. You can add different shit on the top. Like
0: I have an inflatable shark on the can, top of uh, my car. Okay. See, that's in, that's fantastic. So there's different ah, things you can unlock and buy. And, that would bump up my, my viewpoint on the game for sure because yeah. I thought that's what it was lacking when we played. I was just like, well, you get to choose between 10 cars and then like a golf cart and a school bus and yeah. a lawnmower. And like, give me more of the lawn mower school bus and that stuff like or fucking ride a goat or something like yeah. make it wacky make it zany so if you can do like the inflatable shark on top perfect yeah that's great and it gets knocked off and
1: then it stays on the track where it got hit <laughs> and you can see it move because other people hit it throughout the race it's a lot of fun man i don't think this game is going to fucking win any awards but shit dude it's a lot of fun for like an hour here and there.
0: Now, do you know if it is it only on Steam or is it as did it make it to yeah. the consoles? I think it's only a Steam yeah. or a PC yeah. game. Yeah.
1: Which a lot of the, especially those early accesses are like that. I can see that. Because um, it's just easier to develop for. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, man. Out of <laughs> on a scale of one to five state fairs. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Five state fairs, because state fairs have demolition derbies, you see.
0: Oh, I did not see. Uh, Okay, I did not know that. I could tell you weren't on the same page. I was not poly. That's why we're doing state fairs. Uh, Also county fairs. This is an an audio podcast, but just imagine Keanu Reeves as Bill getting told anything. Whoa. Whoa. Huh? Um, We should have. Next year,
1: (laughs) I should take you to a demolition derby here. Have you ever been to one at all?
0: No. They are no, a lot I, of fun, man. I will say, you know what, what intrigued me I never got to do, but I kind of wish I did as a kid? The Truckosaurus.
1: Oh, at Monster Truck rally. Yeah, I, I never to got to truck see Truckosaurus. I never saw Uh He was very... Uh, I think he was maybe an East Coast thing oh yeah he's pretty big so he didn't travel far he
0: they were always in charlotte but charlotte's like one of those big nascar places and you're also on the east coast yep i think he was pretty much all around there yeah that's that's i would have loved truckasaurus demolition derbies don't have Truckosaurus.
1: i think it was truckzilla it might be truckzilla i think that's because he also breathes fire yeah he does it's really cool man i've seen him on the internet yeah and he'd eat cars yeah god damn man yeah that's that's the one rednecks know ah, what they're
0: doing sometimes
1: sometimes
0: sometimes
1: but man when it comes to entertainment you're gonna at least be like i'd watch that yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'd watch a fucking dinosaur made out of truck parts breathe fire and eat other cars it is yeah.
0: gloriously stupid like yeah what a fucking stupid idea that said like it still haunts me to this day that i never got to see that stupid di- idea in life damn i would have loved to see yeah, I totally agree. Damn.
1: And I even went to monster truck shows as a kid. Did you? Oh, yeah. All right, so All right. Did you enjoy that? Oh, I loved them, man. Every fucking kid should love them. I don't see how they couldn't. I was bored
0: by... Adam? Really? ...monster truck stuff. Yeah. It was really just Truckzilla that appealed to me. I
1: thought they were cool because, I mean, it's trucks like going up in the air and smashing stuff. I love to do that.
0: <laughs> but... I mean,
1: I can see why you also didn't like it.
0: That that said, I feel like I don't want my level of disdain to come out that it's on the same same uh, plane as NASCAR. Oh, because fuck NASCAR. it's it's way more interesting yeah. than NASCAR. Yes, I don't get either the reason of those. I went
1: to them when because as we've said before, my mom is an elected official. Okay, so when the fair would come all around, we'd I would be there like every night because my mom would have to be there so she could campaign and just. Mm -hmm. talk to people so i I did a lot of things at the fair that normally i probably wouldn't have done but like my mom wanted to keep me entertained so i'd go to the rodeo yeah then i'd go to the fucking monster truck show then they had like the big cat show you check that out oh sure i never got to go to the demolition derby they had one there i went for like my first time like probably like five years ago Mm -hmm. five or six years here in bloomington
0: it's a lot of fun man I, I you know I think I am it. finally at an age where I will enjoy it yeah, cuz we uh what's, this is a dumb gesture to do without thank saying God anything. We're not on TV. Uh <laughs> jousting. Yeah. Like uh, oh, going sure. to the Renaissance fairs I like, never just saw as my a Ren kid fairs, did not enjoy jousting. And I would have loved them even as a kid. I did not. But like we just went like a year ago and now I'm like I was like this did is a fucking it? amazing. Did you see it at a Ren fair? Yeah. 'Cause I've been to like uh medieval times. We I I went to medieval times when I was too young and I don't oh, remember man. it. I went when I was a freshman
1: in high school Goddamn. and it was the coolest fucking thing of my entire life. I fucking bet. Dude, it was so awesome. I fucking bet. It was the greatest time ever. Yeah. And they give you all like these flags of your color. You sit there's like six colored knights yeah. and you sit in those colors. And you God. get
0: to root for them, yeah. Yeah, dude. It's uh-huh. so
1: fucking exciting.
0: Yeah, I, I'm down. Yeah, it's it's what I saw last year. Like I am so in. Grab a couple meat, it at, grab a turkey leg, yeah. and like cheers. People get hit with sticks, and it's fucking great. It's what you do at demolition
1: derbies too, though. So like, you pick yeah. out the car that you like. Oh, so really? Okay. And then like uh, the people around you are like, oh yeah, well I'm taking that guy. And then you're like cheering for your guy to smash the other people. It's nice. It's dumb, mindless. Base fun, but it's a lot of fun. You could probably add like dollar bets to that system too. You sure could to yeah, make it interesting. Absolutely. Oh yeah. And but, dude, yeah, we're, we'll go next year. I'm you down. The fair this year. I'm down. I would recommend it.
0: Oh my god. Oh it's shit. Duck.
1: Yeah, it does that. That's unfortunate. So, anyways, yeah, out of five oh, yes. state <laughs> fairs, what would you rate wreckfest?
0: Uh, pff, two out of five. Yeah. Um. And that's, I guess, average would be two and a half. So it's just slightly under. That's exactly what I was. My I'm two and a half. It's, it's,
1: it's, it's fine. fine. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think
0: I have more fun
1: playing it with Andy and Casey. It's another one that, like, I have played it single player, but yeah. I don't see me
0: playing a lot of it. Yeah. So. I think it is one uh, that but, is made by if you have friends to play. Well, with, and I do yeah.
1: respect that, like, again. It does have a single player
0: campaign you can do now, mm-hmm. which is cool. I did play some of that. And is it anything decent or is it just like the multiplayer stuff, but with bots?
1: It's it's with bots, but it's it's a mix of races and there's different classes that you have to do like they have in this beginner class. They have the banger series as well. So like you can have your normal muscle car ish type thing. and Then the bangers are like the smaller uh, cars with engines in the back. And oh so okay there's different classifications of race so you have to buy that car and work with it and it it makes you do it's not just smash them up so. it's got some progression yeah, to
0: it and it's really cool okay so it sounds like it that game that they're still working on too and it's going to get better and better, yeah, better too it so does played, seem to be
1: it's a lot better than when we last played it so
0: i will say kyle uh i don't know how many games there are out there uh would you say this is the best demolition derby game uh yeah absolutely i played
1: destruction derby back in the ps1 days oh that game was garbage the i loved it really terrible. i rented it I rented many it a times lot, but it was not good and that was another <laughs> one where like you only had uh, a big arena to smash cars in or they only had like two figure eight tracks that was that entire game damn yeah but i play it with my friends and we just go i don't know it was dumb <laughs> but yeah this is easily the best one okay. of these types and it's a pretty solid racing game it's nice for Somebody who's a beginner, it's not overly complicated. You came no. in, you you weren't like hitting walls and shit. You were driving pretty well, like yeah, and yeah. it's responsive, yeah. which is what you want, and mm-hmm. that was nice.
0: Yeah, it's, and and you were doing well. It, arcade, it wasn't but, floaty. the The physics yeah. weren't because sometimes these demolition derby. I remember that PS one physics those those were not good. No, and it it just it steered like a fucking boat. Yeah. Um, this controls well, I mean, it handles well, not perfect, I don't think, but well, well enough. And it, I'd say even above average, it's, I've played a lot shittier fucking controlling games, especially
1: racing games.
0: That could be the case. I definitely have not. So that's, I was like, Forza and Burnout and that's it. So like, I'm only like, yeah, (laughs) the good stuff. Um,
1: but yeah, man. All right. Well, that's all I've got to say, man. This was a cool throwback to the originals, though.
0: Yeah, yeah. little
1: two-parters. Yeah. Talked a whole lot more about Mission Impossible than Wreckfest, which is... I
0: figured we would. Glad we
1: kind (laughs) of did it this way. So, uh...
0: Yeah, if we just did Wreckfest, it would have been a 30-minute episode. Which, I don't know, maybe people want. Fuck them.
1: (laughs) Okay. You're getting this one, dildos. Anyways...
0: (laughs) There you are.
1: Uh you also got that fantastic Captain Planet discussion. Uh-huh. You've had a great episode today, everybody. It's true. You should fucking appreciate it and be thankful for what we give you.
0: I think Planet Wakanda was dropped at some point.
1: Yeah, it totally was. <laughs> Never forget. That's that's canon now. <laughs> it's canon. <sighs> All right. Guys, <laughs> I'm Kyle. I'm Ryan. We'll catch you next time. Bye everybody.